The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I know we just did a playoff picture uh, on the Western Conference last week, but that's how much it changes. So if you're not pulling up the NBA standings on a day-to-day basis and you don't uh, are not aware of how the tiebreakers work, what games are coming up, let me help you out. We got to continue to go through it because right now there is a wildly tight race for the five and six spot in the West that is between the Clippers, Lakers, and the Warriors. One of those three teams will be in the play-in. If you recall, these are the two spots above the play-in tournament and the ones that guarantees you a winnable best-of-seven series against the three and the four seeds. Got it? With just a handful of games to go, we have no clarity. Zero. Warriors currently tumbling down the standings. Man, they suck right now, our dubs. What is going on? They threw up all over themselves on Sunday against Denver without Jokic. They were giving you that game. They gave it to you. And what did you do? You found a way to Dennis Schroeder it. Fumble the bag, baby. Fumble the bag. Could not muster up the strength to win a game that was given to you like the championship caliber team that you're supposed to be. Clay blew two open looks in the final five seconds to win the game against the Nuggets. And now they pretty much got to win every single game left in order to avoid that playing spot. Lakers somehow, someway control their fate. They have an equal amount of losses as the Clippers and the Warriors, but one less game played. So Wednesday, which is today, is a collision. Well, it should be today, and we're recording this Monday. But it is today for you is a collision course between the Clippers and the Lakers at the Crypt. Winner. 100% makes the top six, 100% with just a couple of games to go. Loser potentially drops into the play-in tournament, although given how bad the Warriors have been and their schedule and how many games are left, probably not as likely. Very confusing in these streets. Here's what we know. Lakers currently hold the tiebreak over the Warriors. The Clippers currently hold the tiebreak over the Lakers. The Wolves, why are they involved? I don't know. They hold the tiebreaker over the Lakers, but then what do they do? They suffer the worst loss in 30 years. 
That was the largest line, the largest favorite that we have seen since 1992, 1993. They were 19 and a half point favorites at the crib to my egregiously tanking Portland Trailblazers, where, again, they are load managing Trendon Watford. And you know what? Somehow found a way to lose that game. Which means that if the Warriors, Clippers, and Lakers all finish 43-39, and 39, which, given how many games are left to go, the pl- teams that they play against, that kind of is what it looks like. That would mean that the Clippers would get the five spot, the Lakers would get the six spot, and the Warriors would, our dubs, would be in the playing tournament at seven. In fact, given the fact that the Clippers play the Lakers, the Warriors must win every single game that they have left to avoid the inevitability of finishing in the seventh spot. Unless the Lakers were to do something like lose twice to the Utah Jazz, who are also egregiously tanking, which I don't think is going to happen. But listen, look at the Wolves. Anything's possible. So damn complicated. And technically, the Suns, who are currently locked up on the four spot, not mathematically at this very second, but really it is. There's four games left. They're four games behind the Kings. They decide who is the five seed because they play the Lakers and the Clippers before this whole thing ends. They could either sit out stars, let that team beat them, or that they could treat that that game as a playoff game like against the Lakers. If I'm the Suns, I do not want to play the Lakers in the first round. No shot. I would much prefer to play the Clippers without Paul George. Let Kawhi and Nick Batum do their very best. See how that thing shakes up. Here's another little wrinkle in the playoff picture. The Dallas Mavericks must be listening to the heat check because after their dismal overtime loss to the Atlanta Hawks where JaVale McGee had two free throws at the end of the game in order to win it, decides to only make one free throw, and they go to overtime, they lose to the Atlanta Hawks who are awful. They are now down to the 11th spot in the West, and rumor has it they are going to shut down Luka and shut down Kyrie for the rest of the year, trying to get a top 10 spot in the NBA draft and deciding they are going to take themselves out of playoff consideration altogether. That in the West only impacts the Kings, who only need one more game to win in order for them to win the division and seal up the three spot. My ideal matchup, my ideal ratings matchup, 1-8, I want to see Denver play the Pelicans. So you've got Zion versus Jokic. That's a fascinating matchup. You've got Brandon Ingram against Michael Porter Jr., Amazing. You've got Jamal Murray against C.J. McCollum. you got Aaron Gordon being defended by skinny-ass, rangy, amazing defender Herb Jones. Fun matchup. Fun. Watch out, Nuggets. 2-7, Warriors-Grizzlies. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I need it. I need it. So bad. Jaw and Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson chirping Clay, chirping. I mean, the... Energy, the emotion, the aggression, that is top-tier first-round matchup. Top-tier. Clippers versus the Kings, 3-6. I mean, I just want that. I just want it personally. I want to go down to LAC, uh, the crypt, without worrying about the Kings having to face the Lakers. It's a good matchup. They have no Paul George. It's the Kings' best shot in order to win a first-round series and continue to advance. And then 4-5. Suns-Lakers. Oh, boy. Fireworks. LeBron James against Chris Paul. Banana Boat Brothers. 
facing off against one another. Anthony Davis trying to sun DeAndre Ayton. Kevin Durant now in the mix. Do you remember the last time these two teams played? Anthony Davis sprained his ankle. LeBron James got hurt and the Suns advanced and then ended up in the finals. This is it, folks. Oh, my God. This is the best stretch of final regular season games we've ever had. In life. In life. Because the play-in tournament. That's why. I didn't like it at first, but I tell you what. It does make this very intriguing. And out east, a lot more clarity, a lot more boredom. Let's be honest. Not much things that are fun going out in the East. The one thing that we know for sure is that the Knicks are going to play the Cavs in the first round. Incredible matchup. One, two, three seeds. Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, they don't care who they play. Doesn't really matter. You could play, uh, I don't know, Heat. You could play the Raptors. You could play the Hawks. You could play the Bulls. Who cares? None of them pose any real threats to them in the first round. We know those three teams are going to advance further. Doesn't matter. Zero drama. And the Nets aren't going to beat the Sixers unless Embiid goes down. So, zero drama. Who makes it out of the plane in the East? Do I care? No. I give zero fucks. Why? Because they're all trash vomit. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Some really sad news out of Utah. Apparently, they are, uh, Jazz are reportedly shutting down rookie center Walker Kessler. Nobody saw that coming, but there are legit people out there whose business it is to write about the NBA believe that the Utah Jazz won the Rudy Gobert trade, not just because of the bonkers amount of first-round picks that they landed from Minnesota or the young players that they got, but because Kessler, they believe, is already better or as good as Rudy at one-tenth of the price. People are legitimately saying that they would not trade Walker Kessler for Rudy Gobert straight up right now. That's how much of a fleecing Danny Ainge put on our man Tim Connolly. Shame, Tim Connolly. Shame. Probably should not surprise anyone. He was a beast at Auburn, seven feet one, seven foot five wingspan, nine nine feet five inches standing reach reach. That's ridiculous. He had one of the highest block rates in college basketball history. Ten blocks per hundred possessions. Jesus Christ. That seems like a made up stat. That's a Kenyon Martin stat. It is not. I promise you, it is not a fake stat. Some scouts thought that this was the steal of the draft considering his stats, his size, his upside. And the wild thing, he did not lose a step converting to the NBA in Utah. His 72% field goal percentage this year is the best in the NBA. He won't win the title because he's a few shots short of the minimum amount of shots to the quality and one of the highest ever by a rookie. He's also averaging an incredible 2.3 blocks per game on 23 minutes per night. Let me say that again. Walker Kessler currently averaging 2.3 blocks per game on only 23 minutes per night. Last 12 games, he averaged 13, 10, and 2 with three blocks and less than one turnover in 28 minutes of playtime. So, pretty damn good, I'd say. Not really fair to call Walker Kessler a replacement 
for Gobert because they do different things. But in reality, oh, my God, he's just so much cheaper for a center and thus so much more valuable to a team that's rebuilding than Rudy Gobert could ever be. Honestly, keeping Rudy Gobert would have been bad for the Utah Jazz. You don't want to build around him with all these young guys and him making $40-plus million a year. No shot. What Danny Ainge and Will Hardy have accomplished in Utah in their very first year, I think is going to go down as one of the more remarkable transformations in many years. The Utah Jazz were filled with oldies, guys who could not play defense, no athletes outside of Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, who, by the way, hated each other, and both were making 30-plus million dollars per year, and they had no real ability to get out from under that. And now, all of a sudden, they have this quote-unquote conscious decision to tank, and they've got young guys like O'Shea Akbaji and Laurie Markkinen and Walker Kessler and, 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 and a bajillion draft picks. Do not forget Blocker Kessler. That's what we're calling him now. Blocker Kessler, who is going to be swatting shots in Salt Lake City for a long time, even though he is shut down for the next three games because, let's be honest, Utah was always going to avoid being in the play-in tournament or the playoffs. 